Here we are at the Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village, the building of dreams. Uh, Miriam Razul, Executive Director, Linnell McKinney, Program Director, 4119 North Saginaw Street, Flint, Michigan, 48505. And we're here today talking about SBEVY, and we have a mentoring component. And we're honoring a legend. We're, we're honoring an icon. We're honoring someone who has impacted or influenced uh, some people who are here today with us, and we're going to allow them to introduce themselves. And it's, 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 it's very important for us to understand that, that when you have a mentor, when you have someone that has poured into your life and has given you insight on how to become the best you and reach your full potential and to understand why you were placed on this earth. What's your why? Why are you here? What's your gift? What's your talent? What is it that you're passionate about? We always need someone who can hold our hand and take us to that mountaintop and not climb the mountain ourselves, but give us a heads up and, 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 and leverage on how to get to that mountaintop. So I'm going to introduce, I'm allow them to introduce themselves, and we're going to talk about this legend that has passed on but has left a legacy. And I'm going to ask uh, you guys, can you introduce yourself at this time? Um, I am Najee Gant. Um, I'm the lead engineer here at Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village, the Antidote Studio. Um, we are definitely here to honor our uh, brother, mentor, uh, father, friend, um, Bernard Terry. I'm definitely a student of him, um, as well as these guys and, you know, what, hundreds of others, you know. There's no telling how many people BT impacted. Mm. Um, and me specifically. Mm. You know, B is actually one of the reasons, literally one of the reasons why this studio exists. Mm -hmm. B is the reason why I have this, you know, this job, this mm, position. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that was a conversation that I had with Miriam, mm. you know, that I was a student of Bernard Terry. I come from that school mm -hmm. and, and BT, um, you know, he vouched for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, B was a reason I got a job at Guitar Center. <laughs> wow. You know, I didn't even interview. They were like, oh, you come from BT? Oh, oh we wow. need you. So he yeah. was he was that type of influential and that mm -hmm. type of impactful mm -hmm. um, in my life since I was about 17 or 18 years old. You know, mm -hmm. I'm 30 years old now. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, man. Wow. That's, that's, that in a nutshell mm -hmm. is, you know, uh, who I am, a piece mm -hmm. of who I am at mm -hmm. least. You know, a student of Bernard Terry. Wow. That's Hello. amazing. That's amazing. I love y'all. Had to say that first. But yeah. uh, my name is Farline Randall, Bangtown Productions, studio on the go. Uh, known Bernard for 35 years, 50, since I was 15 years old. And uh, I would say that he was like my one mentor, like... Mm -hmm. Outside of my friends, but mm -hmm. I still they mentor me to this day, my yeah. my my good friends. But he was a good friend. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, that's that's why I'm here. I love Bernard, and uh, I could just keep on going. But we're gonna keep on talking, and I'll have a lot more to say. So, 
Uh, I'm Mark Taylor, producer, engineer, songwriter. Um, Bernard Terry is uh, so much that could be said, but um, what I can say with the loss that we just experienced is there is um, an absence that cannot be replaced, but it still remains in the form of all lives that he's touched. Um, there's regiments of people, you can call them disciples, actually, that um, will continue the example that he made in the community, uh, just being so given and um, just uh, offering information that he discovered along his journey of discovering. I never met uh, a person outside of my family that was um, uh, unique in this way. Uh, I, I used to speak with him, uh, and it's, it's inter interesting. He got a kick out of it. I used to always try to find some sort of agenda with his approach of giving, and he used to laugh about it. And, and you know, I finally got exhausted in looking for something <laughs> that he was uh, mm. just giving so freely. And I just embraced uh, this unique example, uh, especially, you know, uh, being opposite of the stereotype, uh, not trying to be funny or, you know, uh, bring race into it, but he was the opposite of the black stereotype. He was very professional, always on time, uh, just really uh, the epitome of uh, the example of how to be, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, like like uh, Farlan said, uh, we'll speak more about it as the, uh, the program continues. When you leave a legacy mm -hmm. and you know that people can know you by BT or, or B or your first name, that means yeah. that you've done something on this earth that left that legacy, but not just the legacy, but that mantle. And so everything that he has done has put left an impression on you to say, you know what, now I have to take this, this baton that he's left me. Mm -hmm. And so, Mr. Furlock, and, and, and can you share... You know, because you 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 have the radio. Is it ready on the go? No. Studio on the <laughs> go. Studio. Oh, it's ready for the world. The other, ready for, That's <laughs> all right. Hey, let me messing up my name, my first name. Right. Bangtown yeah. Studio on the go. Five hundred one C three. There we go. Bangtown Productions. Yes. Glad to have you. Share with us your experience, please. Well, first of all, I'm gonna have to. You know, we we say these nicknames for Bernard, but Bernard had a nickname for me. It was Funky Farley. Whenever he seen me. First thing he said, yeah. funky fire. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I got to go it back. Was, it was because of music, not, not deodorant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it could have been deodorant. I don't know. Nah, no, you know, he's you know. no but, I mean, that's what he called me, funky fire. <laughs> and uh, it'd be funny because he looked at me when I, when I walk in the studio. He, you know, he you could tell you happy to see you, you know. And, but anyway, I'm going back to that story I was telling before the broadcast. You know, we walked. 15 years old, 1985, and mm. Ready for the World was like killing the charts. And then it sold millions of records worldwide. And we some, you know, 15-year-old kids, me, Raheem, your cousin, and uh, DJ Psych. Anyway, we walked to the studio from Northwestern, that trail to Beecher, had our 
red wagon mm. with our equipment on it. <laughs> and uh, we walked down to the studio and that guy that recorded Ready for the World, that, that studio that record, Ready for the World recorded at, we was able to walk in and sit down right there with this million platinum selling artist who was at the hottest peak of his, we was able to go in and record with this guy. That's like going to walk in and recording with Prince or uh, what I say, Quincy Jones. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, that was my first time, my first studio experience. Mm. And after, you know, our first session, we did uh, our, our first song was I Don't Want to Go to School. I prefer to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> that was our first song. And we thought we, but he made us like, we was like amped. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, that, that stuck with me. And we, over the years, just continued to go there. And uh, his patience, you know, he had more patience than anybody I knew. We were some mm. wild little kids you know, turn it up or mm-hmm. turn the bass up, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't have those type of speakers back then. And uh, mm-hmm. we actually blew Bernard's speakers back in the day because we mm-hmm. kept on trying to push the bass mm-hmm. when the 808 came out mm-hmm. and his speakers wasn't... Wasn't made for no. it. Was just, <laughs> just a tweeter. NST. Yeah, just some NST. He was mad, but he was patient. He didn't, yeah. We was like, oops, you know? So anyway, fast forward, you know, years and... I mean, that, he was like my uncle, brother, friend, mentor. Um, it's just levels. Like, he's my, you know, he's my family. Um, just fast forward. I started my own program, Studio On The Go, uh, and I needed help. And uh, I called Mark, you know, my good buddy Mark, and Mark was like, I'll do it. And uh, I was just calling him because I needed help. It was getting out of out of control. and I needed some extra team members to go yeah. in. Yeah. Right. Teach these classes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I called Bernard to see if he knew anybody. I said, Bernard, you know anybody, man, that can help me out? Uh, showed him the program, what was happening, you know, we go to schools and we show students how to record and mix and stuff. And Bernard said, I'll do it. And I was just like, hmm. I was floored. Mm. I said, like, what? I had, I had that, you know, hear it again. He's like, I'll do it. And, um, I was just so shocked that this guy I held like way up here. Mm. I mean, that, and that's a lesson I still keep to this day. Like he, he went and taught classes for two years. School of Choice, Carmen wow. Ainsworth, uh, Tucker, Daly, Beecher. Uh, he helped me. And he didn't have to do this. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. did this as a friend as because mm-hmm. uh, he loved me. Yeah. And he wanted to help me out. Mm-hmm. He seemed guilty. He seen and he seen my potential. He seen mm. the, he wanted and he helped me. Mm. Uh, always talking about you know he had Cliff Mack over at the School of Choice. That's where that kicked off. Uh, but you know I always try to tell people I work with now. Don't look at me like I'm. I'll come. You know if you need my help, you know tell. Right. I, I, I want to help out. You know. Right. Uh, right. Uh, don't ever look at me. You know because I, I. Oh man, see. <laughs> It's hard to, you know, keep on talking about it because, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. That, that was my brother, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, even if I didn't see him for a, a, a year or two months, you know, I knew that was my family. That was oh, that was my friend. Yeah. yeah. I knew he had my back. Uh, I mean, 
yeah, that's 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 it for right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it together. Yeah, that's that's great because that's the influence that he's had in your life, you know, and and we can appreciate that the fact that you respect, you know, and you honor. Uh, oftentimes, you see people who have done great things, and then you know, and then when they pass on, people tend to forget. But if you've if that person put you on their shoulders and helped you get up that mountain, that's something you will never forget. And as that, when that person passes on, they leave something, you know, they leave something that you can only have respect for. And right here at the Sylvester Broom and Palmer Village, we're taking on that same concept that we have to live our lives on purpose, knowing that when we, leave, when we leave this earth, we would have had to give back to that next generation so other people will be able to sit down and say, I'm here because of, and we put our name on that line right there. I've accomplished this because of. So that's why we're here at 4119 North Saginaw Street, Sylvester Boom Empowerment Village, the building of dreams. Marion Razoud, Executive Director, Linnell Jones-McKinney, Program Director. And I would like to say, on behalf of this young man who have left a legacy, Bernard Ricardo Terry, BT, other known as, other, other, also known as BT, in honor of him and this particular broadcast, podcast, we want everybody to know that we appreciate the life that he has lived. And we want you to know that this is the Building of Dreams, Sylvester Boom Empowerment Village. And you can go to our website, www.sbev.org, and register for all of our programs. And I'd like to say this, if everyone had the opportunity to live out their dream on the face of this earth, what a wonderful world this place would be.